Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. Today I'm here with none other than Atrice. Atrice is like amazing. She does makeup, she does social media, so many other amazing things. I'm really excited to have her on today. You guys have been asking about how do we heal from heartbreak and breakups and all those different things. In our previous season, you kept saying, Janelle, okay, we're over all of the family shit. Can we please talk a little bit more about the about relationships? So today I have none other than Atrice to dive deep with her. I think you guys are going to absolutely love this podcast, but hey, Atrice, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here. I love your podcast. Thank you. And I love I literally love following you like on social media, but I don't I don't like calling people influencers or like creators because I feel like sometimes like it's so much more deeper than that, especially with what you do. Like even just like in the beauty space, like what you do for black women and just like overall, there's been times you've posted things that I've gone out and just bought and I'm like, hmm, let me let me go on, let me let me go on, let me go on and do that. But most importantly, I think one thing that really stood out to me is like your insight when it comes to healing and self-discovery. And I found you because you know, you had went through like a traumatic experience. And I would love to dive deep yes, in that. <laughs> Let's talk about it, boo. I am ready. <laughs> Let's go. Traumatic. Yeah. I know. So like overall, like how are you feeling? Like are you are you comfortable? Are you good right I'm, now? Let's let's go, baby. You're I'm ready. Sure. You're like, I'm ready. Let's, Shots I'm fired. Ready for you. Let's, let's get right go. into it. The people want to know. Yes. To all the people. <laughs> to all the people want to know. But okay, so when I was following you on social media, you were talking about like a situation that you were talking about being engaged and then not being engaged. Right. And I always say like people only know like 5% of what's going on. Yeah. Opposed to like the real situation. Mm -hmm. And I think what stood out to me was like your vulnerability Mm -hmm. because it's easy to like talk about things, but then, but we never really dive deep into like the healing process that happens. Yeah. I was wondering if you could tell us about the situation <laughs> that you went through. Yeah, let, me, let me go back. No, so I was engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my ex. We met in 2017. Mm-hmm. We were together up until 2021. He proposed in 2019 in a, like a, an extravagant uh, proposal. We flew to Dubai. I Damn. had the most amazing time out there. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he proposed. Um, we did dinner in the sky. Damn! And, he brought yeah. out. He brought out. He brought it out was, all of the ropes. Everything. It was. It was a gorgeous situation. It really was. Like I did not think I was getting engaged on that trip because he had mentioned proposing before. Yeah. And then when we were in Dubai, we even went and looked at rings. And he was like, "We when we went into the ring shop, he was like, choose any ring you want, choose your f- most favorite three, and then I'll pick the the main one." I was like, let's go, baby. <laughs> so that's yeah, the type also- of set that's the type of setup I'm low-key wanting. Yeah, it was like, I'm telling you, I didn't want for anything with him. It was it was my first actual real relationship. Wow. I was 30 at the time. Wow. Yeah, that was my first actual boyfriend. He claimed me. I claimed him. We were together. Wow. So the what I thought was love that he showed me. Yeah. That was something I hadn't experienced before. So I was all in. And in the beginning, what I didn't realize, and I've done, um, I've spoken about this before also, was there was a lot of red flags that I did not know were red flags. Mm, In the beginning. 
but it's like so hard because sometimes you don't hindsight is a real thing and I always say that it's always after the situation happens you're like dang I did not pay attention to all of this because we our immediate our immediate thought is like okay it's us like what did I do what did I do every time and when I look back I'm like okay there was there was this moment like for instance in the very beginning he was very he gave me so many compliments which I mean I, I mean, you a bad bitch. I mean, I you know, we you gotta, know I mean? yeah, like, we gotta say, we gotta say. But it was just like, like, yeah, I was like, like kind of love bombing. It was, yeah, and yes. I didn't know what love bombing was. Yes, yes, I yes. just thought, I mean, I know I'm amazing, and you know, after being in, moving from California and somebody yeah. that I was dealing with out there, I, you know, I was welcoming that kind of, yeah, love. Can you know what I mean? And I was like, here's a man who knows what he wants. He's interested. Yeah. He was older than me. Not by, what was he, like six years older than me? So it wasn't by a whole bunch, but... But, like, in reality, that's a little more ideal for some was. women. Like, and oh, I'm he's mature. Like, you know what I mean? Much. Yeah. I like, he knows what he wants. Yes. He's telling me he can see himself with me. So I was I was like, listen, if you're interested, I... Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know, so um, we were together. I feel we had an amazing time, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, most couples, we had our yeah. spats and whatnot. But I never felt it was anything out of the ordinary. I mean, there were things that would happen, and I would kind of be like, huh. But then, again, with the love bombing and the whole I care about you so much, like that's what would rope me back in, and I would just forget all the other little signs that were going on. What were some of like the red flags? Besides the love bombing, it was a lot of, let's say, um, he promised that we were going to go to Miami. Yeah. Right. And I, and I would bring it up again for like, he would start a fight and then we wouldn't end up going because like, it was like intentional. Yeah. And oh, I'm like, manipulating. Yes. What, are, what is happening here? Yeah, like, yeah, what did yeah. I, you know, I, it would always bring back to me. What did I do? How can I fix this? Mm, that's like him training. It was yeah, like a way of training. So. Yes. Like, we, would, we would get into some stupid argument and he would be so upset, you know, so upset. Yeah. And I would try to talk, like call him afterwards, talk to him. He would not answer the phone. What? Like, what is happening? One girl, we got into an argument one time over some Gucci shoes. Cause he was saying, he was like, what's, <laughs> what size shoe are you? It's also the fact that he's bringing these things to you. It's not like you're pulling them out of the air and be yeah, like, Oh, I want to go to Miami. No, it's like, you're would, offering something. He would bring this to me. So the Gucci shoe situation, he was like, I saw these shoes. I want to get you. What size are you? Like, I think he was asking me like UK size. And I was like, Ooh. So I, you know, looked at the chart thingy and I sent it to him. And he was like, I didn't ask you that. I asked you UK. And I'm like, and I guess I sent him U.S. I don't remember what happened. I just remember it being the most bizarre thing. Exactly. And he literally got so upset with me. Yeah. And I remember, like, profusely apologizing. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I missed yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. You know what I mean? I always put it back on me. But I'm yeah. like, whatever you were dealing with, yes. clear, you would just put it back on me and start an argument for no reason. So those kind of things would happen. Yes. And... Also the control, like... Yeah. Like the getting upset about you sending the size instead of the UK size. Like, does it matter? That makes me think that if you would, like, I feel like 
if you guys would have gotten married and everything would have you know, I feel like it would have probably gotten worse. It would have gotten like awful. that's like the first sign of like because we don't. Ab- I'm not realizing these things. Yes, I'm doing everything. I'm like I don't want to upset him. Yes, I don't. You know, I don't want to lose him because this is the first person that has actually shown me what I think is love and what I deserve. Like you're mm-hmm. taking care of me. You're spoiling me. Who mm-hmm. wouldn't want this? Mm-hmm. And whatever we're dealing with, that's you know spilled milk. So we can I can get through anything. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like. These things you're doing, they don't make sense. Yeah. You know, there was a time we were at a wedding and I was so exhausted and we were leaving the wedding. And I mm-hmm. remember him saying, I'm going to go say bye to my friends real quick. And as I'm walking to the car, I see the friends. I'm like, OK, whatever. And then I'm in the car waiting and I'm looking at him because I can see him like he's a distance, but I can clearly see him. And I see him smoking a cigarette. Now, mind you, I had never seen him smoke. And I don't care if you smoke. What the hell? At least tell, like, you know, I feel like I never smelled it on him. Never in our whole relationship. This particular evening, I see him. He wore many faces. I see him smoking that night. And I was just like, I wasn't exactly upset. But I'm like, if you smoke, just tell me. So he gets in the car. It's a personality disorder. (laughs) This is a personality disorder. He gets in the car. And I said... So when so when did you when did you start smoking? Since when? He looked at me. He was like, literally. He's like, I wasn't smoking. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was like, what? you were sitting over there, probably like, wait, was mind you? Was I? I, I thought I, I did. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe I saw I had something a bit different. To drink, but I was like, I'm not backing down tonight. Yes, this yes, is not happening. Yes. So he's looking at me. He then he was like, no, babe. Literally, he said, babe, we were just playing. You're telling me men that are knocking on 40 are playing with cigarettes? I said, no. And mind you, his, his, so he had his driver and then um, his friend in the front seat. So him and I are in the back seat. Yeah. And I told the driver, I was like, just get, a, get, get the friend home first and mm-hmm. get, just get us home because I'm not, I'm drive. And he was just like, babe, are you upset? Are you upset? I was like, I really don't want to talk to you right now. And something that my mom, told me when I first got with him, she was like, whatever happens, she was like, never embarrass your man in front of anybody. She goes, if you're upset with him, you guys take that elsewhere. Like never. And I didn't, I didn't take so that did, any kind so of was, way. Did, was she your... never knew. She, she didn't know anything. This is just the very beginning of him yes. and I, like, just like Artrice, like be a lady, never try to embarrass. And I'm like, with my mom, I've never seen her go off on my dad, like in front of anybody. Like, she's always kept it very respectful because she's pretty, she was pretty much trying to say, like, you guys are a united front in front of other, you know what I mean? Like, you don't show people, don't show people what you're going through. You handle that when you guys get home, which made sense. I never was like, what do you mean? So I was trying to keep it together while we're in the car because I'm like, I'm going to rip this man's head off. And he's like trying to kiss me. And I was like, you know, I can literally smell it on your clothes and on your breath, right? We get home. And I just, I'm ripping him a new one. And he's just like, I'm a grown man and I can do whatever I want. I said, so you were smoking. I know what I saw. It's not even about the smoking. It's, it's not, just the, it's the fact that you're just lying. lying to and then you're face. also like, come, like, that's the thing. It's not even the issue itself. It's the fact that I don't know who you are. Yeah. So like, what else is going to come out of this bag? Because it's, 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 it's very much giving, I don't know what's, this is very, very Mary Poppins to me. Like, it's like, what's going to come out of here? Exactly. And that. Because if you can lie about something like that, but then also not even acknowledge my feelings about personality it. is a real thing. There are, yeah. there are character traits that we all have. If you are a, if you hit the vape 
or if you smoke, I'm pretty sure if I'm around you, I'm going to see you be like, I need to take a smoke break. But the simple fact that you're able to like monitor who you are when you're around other people, that's it's, kind of scary. It's very scary. That's a sociopath. My point exactly. Like, mind you, I didn't know these things. I'm just, I'm just thinking I have somebody who cares about me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... After we get into the argument, I'm apologizing and telling him, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come at you that way. I'm not trying to make you feel like a child. So that was the whole thing of it. And it was exhausting. So regardless, you know, we get to where, you know, he flies me to Dubai. He proposes to me. It's a whirlwind. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. And very long story short, because I don't know how much you want me to get into it, but two weeks before we're supposed to get married, I just did not hear from him anymore yeah y'all like planned the wedding and everything yeah because he told me after we are you serious after he proposed he was like we can get married whenever you want and that's so one of the things you asked me is like what's some of the signs so excuses right so he tells me we can get married whenever you want name the day and we got engaged february no i'm sorry january 2019 and i was like oh my gosh we are literally in january right now Yeah. Does it like bring up feelings? Yeah, it does. Like even to this day, like I'm, cause I'm really good with dates. Yeah. And there's times like my body still feels it. And I'm like, I'll be like, why do I feel so weird today? And I'll just look at the calendar and automatically I'm like, that's why. That's why. The body keeps the score. The body really does. And he told me we can get, we can get married whenever you want. And I was like, cause I had in a sense been waiting cause he would mention it, but wouldn't follow through. So I just stopped asking about it. I was like, you know what? He'll, he'll do it when he's ready. And I'm not trying to pressure. Yeah. He would always be the one to say, you're like, I'm going to marry you. I never pressured him, but I'd kind of be like, okay, so where are we, where, where are we going on this yes. road? Is it going to happen or not? You know what I mean? Cause I need to know where my life is going, but I never pressured the man. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, okay, fine, February. And he was like, he's like, we can do February. I was like, fabulous. So I start making the phone calls, and his friends were pushing. They were like, why don't you guys do your wedding in Dubai? I was like, I don't have that type of time, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not marrying y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I wanted to do just a very intimate thing in Vegas. Yes. And so. People be sleeping on the Vegas residencies, but listen. Vegas residencies. <laughs> what are we talking about? Sure. Is this Erica Jane, <laughs> Usher, like what's going on? People be sleeping on the Vegas. It is, and it's a vibe. It's it a vibe. Really it's a vibe. It's a vibe. The, the, what they provide for you, so. I maybe that's what I need I to go do at Aria. Yeah. I had everything set up at Aria. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dress and everything. I had the whole nine. And I want to say a couple of weeks before what I had planned, because he knew what I had planned, something came up for him with work. Something came up and probably it was probably wasn't even probably some it was definitely whatever, some made up shit. Whatever happened, definitely some made up shit. I was just like, okay, because at the time mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that came out after the fact. Yeah, but one of the things that was very disturbing about him is when we him and I first met, he told me that his dad had cancer. Mm. And who? I mean, once you once you say that word. That's oh my gonna God, all, like you're yes. going to, that's going to pull And that's always going to be at the back of your mind. Like, you know what they do? This is, this is what people like that do. They come in and they drop a, they drop something on you, like this, this devastation or this tragedy. Exactly. And you, because you're a good person, so you're going to always, yes, you're going to, yes. with yes. everything that would happen when he would go You'd be off like, oh, he's stuff, upset about his father. I'd be like, okay, let yes. me relax because yes. you know, this is going on. Yes. So at the, so when he flew me to Dubai, 
uh, like, just, so that was January, December 20, was that 28, December 2018, December 2018, I say apparently, because the man could, the, his father could either still be alive or died some time before that. But at that around, and you December, never met his family or anything, did you? I never. So the father, I didn't get a chance to meet because he was always sick, and I was just like, I don't want to impose myself on his family, so I'm gonna just be over here. I was not ready for that. That was were you not ready for that, or was he? I wasn't ready for that. He wasn't pushing for it either. That's why. And mind you. Can't, you're telling me your fa your father has cancer. Yes. So I'm definitely, this is so devastating for the family. I'm not going to impose myself on it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So around December time, I don't remember when exactly. It was in December. He, I remember he texted me. His, he was like, my father, he's gone. My dad is gone. So of course I'm just like, oh my God. Is his me, dad really gone though? He's, I couldn't tell you. He's either, his, his father is either alive and or already, I don't know. None of my business. Well, it was my business, but regardless, like, yes, I, I still, yes. I don't know. Yes. But uh, so when he proposed and then asked me, when do I want to get married? I tell him mm -hmm. February and I tell him, okay, this is when I want to do it. He tells me, okay, a couple weeks before that, his father's will was going to be read or something like that. And he had to be there. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fight you because... Your father just died. So he couldn't get married because he had to go do the... It was a lot of things he had to take care of. How convenient. I didn't think about it, mind you, right? I'm not thinking about it like that because I'm like, here, my poor fiancé, is he had time to fly me to Dubai and, and even if you went, and Even if you went and told someone the situation, like, oh, like, we didn't get married because his, you know, father, he told me the situation with his father, like, people will try to challenge you and be like, well, don't you think you should be a little bit more considerate? And that's, that's what my... Which is kind of crazy to me. Who my... Well, she was my best friend at the time. That She was always like, I don't know why you just don't go down there. I don't know why you don't just... I'm like... I'm I'm not going to impose myself on people. That's who who that's who I am. If that's your style, that's fine. But I again, I never went to her with like major but, problems. But I also don't I also feel like he didn't create an environment for you to even you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't create an environment. He didn't push. Like you said, he didn't push for it. He, yeah, he it didn't. It wasn't like, and, oh, I want you to meet my family and and yada yada this. Yeah, and I wasn't I was of course like making sh making mm -hmm. sure like I I stayed within my boundaries and respected him. I was very yes. big on that because I did not want to overstep, I guess you can say. So I was just like, okay, let me let me relax here. So I always say like women are so, it, we are so good at like, I don't want to say bending for men, but we are so good at molding ourselves very into the puzzle so. they need us to be. Very, very much they so. Don't, they don't ever, they don't do that. It's Men just don't do that. Because we're always, and mind you. We can always mold ourselves. Always. Because it's like, I had the mentality of, I don't want to lose him. So in a sense, I am willing to do whatever is necessary to get him through this yes. time. To get us to this next portion so that we can get married. That's what I was trying to do. And so many other things just kept coming up. All of a sudden, his mom got sick. All of a sudden, she has cancer. She has diabetes. She's like, it was a lot. Mm -mm. And I was just like, mm -mm. I don't know. I don't know how to navigate this, but I need to let him figure this out. Yeah. Clearly, he he's, you know, he's had to deal with his father dying. So surely he can handle his mom. So then 2020 happened. 
yeah. COVID. So then I was just like, I'm not even going to try to worry about a wedding or anything to that effect. And at the time, he had to go to London because that's where his mom was. And apparently she got COVID. And then that's when cancer and diabetes and all of that started happening with her. And I was just like, oh, my like, gosh. <laughs> I was like, even the producer back here, he just made like, Right. But that's, <laughs> a, that's the thing. Saying this stuff out loud, it sounds crazy. But when you're in love with someone, you, don't, you, see you don't see You don't see it. But also, it's just you... That's you just going in with your heart open. I so completely did. And mind you, he had me. Like, this man had me. That's what I'm saying. And I always say this. People can people that have weird vibes or weird energy or people that don't have good intentions, mm -hmm. they have discernment too. Mm -hmm. And their discernment is to seek out people that have good hearts so they can take advantage of them. It was, it was, they, can, they, can, they can smell it up in the air. Just like yeah. how now like this experience has probably made you be able to, like, smell bullshit right for off the bat sure, right off sure. the bat for sure mm -hmm. yeah so y'all haven't talked at all since we have not spoken since mm -mm. because so a couple of weeks before we were supposed to get married mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken at that around that time he said his mom died <laughs> No, no, it's you, okay. It's kill, okay. And that's the thing. You're like, you're just killing people off. It's you're okay. Yes. Time. And the fact that I have to say that is so embarrassing. And people it's okay. are, people are probably listening to this like, girl, what exactly was your problem? And I it's get okay. It. it happens. There's worse stories out there. No, sociopaths are tricky. I had and my, I had my first one this year and it was, well, it was hard. The bitch it's was crazy. To, it, the bitch was crazy. To, Alex, no, the bitch was crazy. It's hard to navigate. And <laughs> yes. mind you, I'm in love, and I'm trying to do everything I yes, can. Yes, 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 yes. Even though I would have my moments of, I like, I'm mentally, I'm not sane. Like, mm -hmm. I, my mental was literally suffering, and yeah. I really didn't tell anybody because I'm trying to put up. I'm not even trying to put up a front. Maybe to a certain degree, I was actually. Yeah. Because I'm trying to show we we're doing fine. Nobody is about to mess this up for me. And I felt also I maybe I needed to prove something. I don't know what. Do you think that maybe stems from like upbringing or Probably, things like that? So I grew up in a really religious household. Yeah. Right. And at first my relationship was not approved, was not approved of because we were not of this, you know, we weren't equally yoked, which I understood. Yeah. So I was looked at very much so sideways. So with that, I was very determined, like, I'm getting married because I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Mm. So instead of when I would see certain things and kind of be like, hmm, when I really should have left. And also, too, like him telling me that his mom died. Now that I look at it, I'm like, you had so many opportunities. Yes. To literally bail out. Yes. On this relationship. You had, like, when I tell you ample opportunities, you had ample opportunities. But you kept going. Like, four years of my life. Mm -hmm. That's on me, too. I don't blame him completely, because this is definitely on me as well. But why? Because most, most people just keep their victims for a year. And it's like, okay, this has been fun. I need something else. But you literally you, you kept he, me for yeah. four years. I always say, like, there's always, like, a pivotal moment. I've, I've been in therapy for a long time now. Yeah. And since I've been going, like I've done e EMDR and all this different stuff. Mm. And one thing that we always talk about is like 
when was like the pivotal moment as a child when you realized you weren't enough? Because mm-hmm. there's always like that one thing that we can think back to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was something someone said oh, or something that sure. happened. Sure. Do you have like one of those moments? I do. So when, how, I don't even remember how old I was. I think I was in maybe junior high, mm-hmm. it could have been. But I, I did not have a lot of friends growing up. Yeah. I just didn't. And my sister, everybody, my sister is amazing. Everybody loved to hang out with my sister. Yeah. And this particular, like, family friend was putting together, I guess, like, a girl's day and was telling my mom, pretty much, Ashley's invited. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, I don't, my name was not mentioned. And wow, I remember feeling yeah. sad about it. Yeah. But I was just like, what, like, it's fine. I remember she, the, the, the mom gets to the house and there's maybe, like, six girls in the van maybe five. So I remember my mom saying, get ready. You're going to go. I was like, go where? She's like, they're, they're going to the movies and you're going. And I remember it was not like, you're going. It's more get like you're going. And I remember being like, I don't like, I already don't feel wanted. <laughs> like I wasn't invited. I don't want to I'm very I don't want to be a burden in that. Spe- I yes. don't want to be in that yes. situation. And I remember the mom gets to the house and she mm-hmm. made like little goodie bags for yeah, everybody yeah, for yeah. the movie. My sister gets in the car. Everybody's like, Ashley. And I'm standing there. No one said hi to me, which I didn't. Oh, gosh. Didn't. No, that's so painful, though. <laughs> I did. I, I remember just, I was so, like, awkward looking. But I just remember the mom looking at my mom and saying, I didn't know she was coming. I didn't make her a goodie bag. Oh, my fucking God. I just remember. Sorry, I don't mean to say fucking God in the same sentence, but I Jesus. I being mortified. What did your mom say in that moment? I don't did even Did she still remember. make you go? I still had to go. I don't, no. remember the, I don't remember the rest of the experience, but that was, I just, to this day, I still remember that experience. And every tr- single time, I was just like, that mom literally was like, I didn't make her a goodie bag. I didn't know she was, like, she kept saying it. Because I feel like, from I can, what I could tell, like, I feel she felt a little bad. But I'm like, I can hear you. All these girls are in the backseat, like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm just standing there, like, okay, do I get in the car? Do I not? But my mom was like, no, like, go, go ahead and get in. And I was just mortified because I was like, in that moment, I did not feel wanted at all. That's tough. Because my sister was always getting invited to things, and no one was really inviting me. Yes. And I didn't, un- I didn't really understand as to why. Yes. But Getting older, I realized my wanting for friendship is because when I was younger, I just didn't think anybody really wanted to be my friend. Now that I'm older, I re- like I feel I still have those craving moments, but it's just like I'm really okay by myself. Like I maybe have three solid people, and that's really Same. all you need. And I think that's the things we think we want. Half the time, you have yes. everything you need. Yes, you know what I mean. Friends are going to, the ones that are supposed to stay will stay. Yes. And that, that creates a narrative like you aren't good enough. So you just have to ex- accept the bare minimum. Exa- and that like, if it comes, you just need to be okay with the bad behaviors, the disrespect. Right. Like, literally. Like right. even like, even like with like my own relationship, it's been really interesting because as we've just gotten older, like the first couple of years, it was, you know, great. Oh my God, we love of each course, other. Yada, yada, yada. But as we've gotten older, life, as life. we're developing our careers and all this different stuff, you start realizing, damn, there's a bunch of shit that happened in my childhood that is literally like kind of bothering me right now 
as an adult and like how can we coexist and be in this relationship together and it's just like a lot of and help each other it's like a lot of unpacking because like I don't think people are just so in denial and they don't ever go back to like the root like what caused like these feelings of like not being accepted like I can even think about mine like I had an aunt growing up that literally used to just look at me and be like you're so stuck up like you think you're better than when I'm like nine years old at nine <laughs> years old. And I remember just being a kid, like, even, like, with with men, I always have conversations, like, how sometimes, like, I feel I can feel so masculine just even in the mm. presence of men and even with my friends, my female friendships. Like, I can feel so masculine sometimes. I had to think back to that. I remember being a kid growing up and, like, just even, like, when I was, like, on the playground, the amount of boys that would challenge me physically, mm. that would fight me, that would bully me, it wasn't girls that were... I mean, I had my little schoolgirl bullies. Yeah. It was the boys that chastised the yeah. chastised the hell out of me. Yeah. And it just made me, like, look at men just so differently growing mm. up, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think, I think another thing, too, because, like, I, I, I love women so much, but I feel like just even being on social media, it opened up another can of worms or it's just like, dang, like sometimes like you can go on here and talk about your story and you think that it's going to be a kumbaya and women are going to be like, oh my God, I so relate. They will tear you apart. Completely. Like they, there's no wanting to understand. Mm -hmm. It's always, oh, it's because you're this, it's because you're this. You know, when I shared my story of being ghosted, it's strange because a lot some women were like, what did they say to me? Some were like, oh, you must have done something. Like, how come you didn't this or that? That is so men, insane. A lot of men were like, oh, you're probably, he he was probably tired of like providing for you or probably t- you were probably spoiled. And it's just like, no one, no, and some people were like, oh my God, she's still not over it. This happened five years ago. I was like, Five years it's heartbreak though. What do you mean? Like, it you never five years ago. But yeah, I even if it, it did happen five years ago, it's, it's heartbreak. heartbreak. Right? And one person was like, "You can tell by the Gucci bag she has it. This is an old story." <laughs> you even, oh you even, dang. you even. People are so weird. You see that Gucci print? That's from five. I was like, first of all, that's twenty twenty one. Thank you very much. It's oh not my that gosh! Old. The fact Fight that you me. are sitting on your screen and 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 decide to leave like Doing a hateful message like, is so weird. You need to go to a who therapist. Has this kind of time, I like. My point of sharing my story was to show women, men also, that no matter what you go through, you can get to the other side of that heartbreak. No, but heartbreak that, is real. The the healing portion, there is nothing fun about it. And I think that's why it's really not talked about a lot. That none of it is fun. Because after it happened, I was in shock for, I didn't I didn't know what to do. Like I was literally in shock because I'm like, I can't get a hold of him. I don't know what's going on. And to have to being ghosted is like one of the worst feelings. It was unless it's like by like you know if it's like a friend that's kind of, not even a friend but like a a yeah. random associate that did some random shit but someone you love that you spend like, intimate times with you physical have emotionally. To me, yes, ask me to be yes. your wife. Yes, you didn't just do some little. That means you are taking me on in my full exactly. embodiment as a person and, and you just threw me. You just and threw I'm thinking, me away. And it brought me back to that moment as a child. Yes, you know, like. I was so sad. Yeah. I was beyond, like, I was so traumatized. And I, rem- like, I would have days where I would just sit on the edge of my bed. I wouldn't move for, like, two hours. I would literally stare at a wall. I don't have a lot of friends and family out here. So no, I get it. That, that was, that, I can't even explain. Like, no, I get the it. The difficulty 
that I experienced. Like when I was at work, I was just a zombie. No, I get it. I totally get it. Just having crying bouts and, you know, people, half the people didn't know what happened. So I'm still being asked, oh my God, are you still getting married? And you're still trying to process it. And I am just like, "Mm, we're thinking, you know, we haven't set on a date yet. And then after that, running to the bathroom to just cry. So none of that, that whole process, none of it is easy. And I don't remember how long afterwards, I wasn't in therapy yet. Um, I knew I needed to talk to somebody before I was going to lose my shit. But I remember I had to move out of my apartment because I was like, I can't stay here. Like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not okay. So my sister came down because she was like, you can't be by yourself. So <laughs> let me come down and be with you, which oh, I that's appreciated. Good. That's good, yeah. And we have a friend who also, she used to live in LA also. She's, she lives in Dallas now. And she was like, let's go out. Pretty much, let's just, let's just have dinner tonight. And I was just like, I am so uninterested. Because literally my thoughts the whole day are, how did this happen to me? What did yeah. I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to go. And they both were like, you're going. I put no effort into what I wore that night. I think I just rolled out of the bed and, you know, stumbled upon. Where did we went? Um, Bishop, was it Bishop Arts area? You did what you could with what you had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we go to some little spot. And uh, as I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there just like, I am. I have no worth. I'm just a loser. I, my fiance's no, yeah. gone. You know, just yeah. com- there's no there's no positivity going on in my head. Yeah. So I'm listen. I like I hear my sister and my friend, ta- our friend talking, but I'm really not paying attention. But then they start to talk about manifesting, and if you really believe something is for you, it, these things can happen. Mm. And I remember kind of being like, "Huh, that makes sense." Like I'm okay. I'm listening, and they started talking about. Have you seen The Secret? Of course, right? Yes. Such a great film. They're talking about The Secret and how. Yes. Pretty pretty much believe what you're saying to yourself because these things will come pretty much as it is given. And also the prayer. This is also like the number one prayer that people are afraid to say out loud. If it is not for me, please remove it. Exactly. And that is a real that prayer. Is, Once that, you that say that, things start within, falling apart. Within, yes. within a yes. week. Yes, show me the signs. And I remember when they're talking about it, I was like, oh my God, this, like, it just, everything started making yeah. sense. And I had a light bulb moment to where I was, it was like I heard a voice say, you cannot be sad anymore. You're going to move on. Yeah. Things are going to be okay. And I just remember feeling at peace in that moment. Now, that is not to say the next day I woke up and I was all cheery, but I remember that night making a promise to myself, like moving forward, we are healing from this. Mm -hmm. We cannot stay sad forever. This is not your story. Yeah. The next day I woke up feeling no different. I was still miserable. (laughs) Yeah. But- I still made a commitment to myself. The next day I wrote down without any limitation all the things that I want for myself and all the things I want for my life. And I just remember feeling so good and hopeful that these Mm -hmm. things can actually happen. The healing portion took a lot of time. It took a lot of therapy and it took a lot of, I like, this was not your fault. Yeah. Like you were, it wasn't. Yeah. That was not your fault. He clearly had other things going on that you had no idea about. And the reality is that he just, he saw a good person, a good woman and let me go take advantage of her, which was awful. And then it's awful. But I think, but I think it was God that had to step in and, and was like, let me just, that's what I think it was also because I was ready to be a wife. Like I was ready to be that man's wife. Were you, I, were you, okay, this is my question. Yeah. Were you praying to God? Like not praying to God, but were you like, I want to meet someone and all this different stuff and yada, yada, this. Before I met, before, 
I don't think I was. Okay, I the reason why I was asking that, because I remember, like, two years ago, because I have, like, my core friendships, and I love them and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, maybe I could be a little bit more open. So I remember just saying, I would like to meet some new people. Yeah. However, when I was, like, you know, praying, I guess, about meeting new people, I wasn't being super direct about the type of people I want to meet. Yeah, and it brought clear. in... <laughs> no, literally, it brought in the new people that I've met probably the last two years... They were not it. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like I feel like it was like one of those things where it was just like, Janelle, you're okay with what you have right now and the people that are in your life. And that's and where focus the on yourself. Comes. Yes. We think we want more when in fact you have everything. Everything. That you yes. And that being grateful for that, that's when more pours into your life. Writing down everything I wanted for myself and hopeful that these things can happen. Because at this point, I'm doing a lot of work on the commitment to our trees and what does our trees want Mm -hmm. instead of what do I think people want from our trees. Because that's Mm -hmm. how I feel I've operated for a very Mm -hmm. long time. And I can honestly say I didn't really start living my life until I was 35 years old. Wow. Was it 35 or 30? Yeah, 35. How old are you? I'm 36. No, you're not. You look good. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be 37 this year because the breakup happened when I was 34. Was I 30? You know, I was 34. Yeah. How do you feel about love right now? Right now? Like, is it like something that, I mean, I think it's something that we all want. We all want. Is it is a demand of, right now? It's not a demand because at the end of the day, I genuinely feel we all want love. Yeah. I don't care how crazy you are. Everybody wants that. Yeah. And like you were saying, how us women, we mold to these men eventually. That's why we really have to be careful. Yes. Because it just, it, I think subconsciously it just happens. You can't be both. You cannot, and it's hard. Like sometimes you can't be the career-driven woman and also have a relationship. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's like a real, it's, it's hard. You have to have a partner. If that's the case, you have to have a partner that's actually going to support you. Insecure, Not feel yes, any type of weird yes, jealousy toward you. Yes, or anything to yes. that effect. And what I've realized about myself is I have, not I realize I have talents, but I, I'm a very. No, talk your shit. Go on and talk your shit. I don't want to say complex, but I'm yeah. multi-talented. Like yes. I, I love to paint. I do a lot of abstract art. My father is an artist, so that's where I get my creativity from. Uh-huh. And like I was saying, when being, if I was to actually marry him, I don't know where I would have taken my talents if I would have maybe even done anything with him. Yeah. Because again, I was ready to be his wife, and whatever happens after that, we will figure it out. I really didn't have a plan, honestly. But when that happened, I feel it was a push like, okay, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Right? So... I have a brow, but I'm a permanent makeup artist. I do brows. I love what I do. I'm mm-hmm. actually in a point right now with the business where I'm like, I feel I may need to pivot and it's been real. Like I've had a great time doing this, but there's maybe a next step for me that does not include this. And I was telling my friend the other day, I said, he was, cause my ex fiance was a big part of my brow business because he was very supportive of it. Oh, he helped yeah. me so much with it. He was yeah. like, what do you want to do? He's like, mm. you know, he supported, he paid, like all of that. He was so like emotionally like involved like, in your life. He yes. really was. And, and people I was, don't know that aspect. No, I was so appreciative of that. Yeah. I'm like, here's some, he also believes in me. Oh my God. Yes. You know what I mean? That was, that touched my heart. And me thinking about my business now, like if I'm going to pivot and not have it anymore, 
I have this weird thing with letting it go because that's also something, because he was a part of it, I also kind of feel like that's something else a part about him I'm letting go, which I'm totally fine with, but I also feel this weird maybe proving to him like I'm still standing without you you know what I mean like 1000 percent yeah you know I don't I I I was still able to keep this business without you but now I'm letting it go like subconsciously I kind of feel like I you know what I mean and who cares what he thinks I honestly could care less but it's it's a thought of mine for sure yeah so dang Yeah. Well, I'm really just like, it's really nice just like talking to you about all of this different stuff because I think I've been like just really thinking about it a lot lately. And I always think about, you know, what it's like to be a woman, most importantly, a black woman. And I think oftentimes it's really difficult for people to have compassion or respect black women in general if we aren't serving them Mm -hmm. so like I applaud you for serving yourself because I think that's so important Mm -hmm. and I think it's so telling just like from the way that you speak and the way that you are like the fact even you're talking about the situation you you didn't like you really didn't even like say anything crazy or or harsh or or, yes And, and and it's just like you have such a beautiful spirit thank you and I don't know like you know I have some friends who um who are just like, you know, like, I want to be in a relationship, and I want this, and I want that, and what, like, what? your battles, because this, it's not easy. (laughs) It's it's really not easy. It's really not easy. I really want it, and again, it's those, it's one of those things, like, when you get what you want, and you real, like, anything you're trying to do, whatever next level you're trying to get to, it always comes with something. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. That being in a relationship, situationship to a relationship to it can't always whatever. be good it, and it it's cannot, not yes. going to be good every single time yep. like even my relationship with my ex-fiance we had great we have great memories we had great moments even though there was those things I completely ignored I'm like I really feel I had a great relationship yep and when you know when people would say oh my god I want that too Here's the thing. This stuff comes with a lot. No, I get that a lot underneath my page, like underneath I'm like sure. my posts a lot. I'm sure. I brought Luke on a couple times, and Luke, we had a conversation, and it was like, are we emulating our parents in our relationship? Mm-hmm. And it was like a very raw conversation. And it's just being able to have those open conversations, not trying to hurt each other, but just saying, it hurts me when you do this, yes. and vice versa. People will make the wildest assumptions. They want certain things, but it comes with a lot of baggage. It comes with a lot of tears. It comes with a lot of hurt. It comes with a lot of the times. you need to be ready. You got to be ready, and sometimes you're going to have to give 80%, and this person can only give 20. And that just is what it is. Or less than that. Or less than that sometimes. At the end of the day, you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay. You genuinely do. Yes. And people that aren't ready for that, it's just like, just... Know where to put people, if anything. Yes, facts. Like, have somebody, if you want to go have some fun, y'all just do that and call it a day. Because yes. anything else, be pre- like the Lion King, I always say, be prepared. Yeah. This stuff is not facts. easy. And like you asked me, you said, is love on the thing? Like, when I wrote down everything that I wanted, mm-hmm. once, I, once I finished and looked, I didn't even have a relationship in that. Good, because the relationship right now... I didn't even have that on my list. Yeah. And when I've written it out again, it's literally at the very end. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Like, this is so bad to say, but, like, 
I've been in a relationship with, with my partner for a while now. And I've always said, and Alex has heard me say it, and my friends have, have even heard me say it, where I make comments and I'm like, if this didn't work out, I'm not saying it won't work out. I think it will work out. I don't think I can do it again because it's like some of my friends are like, oh my God, I just like want what you have, like want what you have, or I want relationships and all this different stuff. I'm like, it comes with a different type of territory. It and really I think does. it's harder for women because like I said, it goes back to that molding, having it to mold really yourself. Does. Like a man in their mind, this is how some men are. Men are not like, I don't want to say this, but just the men that I've talked to in, in my life, Men are not going to be like, oh, I can carry you and myself. It's just like, I want to make sure I can get to where I get to in life. I don't know what you got going on. They're not going to think about you. They're not going to. They're not. They're not. They always think about themselves. And that is, if I've learned anything from my last relationship. Men are like that. That is, that's in their nature and that is fine. Yes. I was like, if they can do it, there's no reason that I can't. Yes. Because there's things that I want and I will be damned if anybody will Facts. mold me or make me Facts. be to who they want to be. Yes. When clearly whatever you're approaching me, one, you need to have the confidence point blank period. And you need the confidence and the security within yourself because I'm not bending. Blank because you're an addition to my life. I'm not bending just anymore. Like, just like you said, like when you're trying to get to new levels and you got to be okay with what comes with it, you have to be okay with what comes with me. Yeah. When we go places, meeting stairs and other kind of stuff, if you're not a, if you're not a secure individual, I really don't know what to say to you. No, there's nothing facts. I can do about that. That's very true. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like you you see something about me, but then you get to know me and realize, okay, this girl really has something going on and yeah. then all of a sudden that's when some insecurities start coming out and secret little competition and it's just like I'm not trying to, get, trying to even compete with you. What are you doing? That's like you know what, what I, that's like what I consider like a feminine man. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hate sad to, to say it, like sad because so many men. Th- I hate to say it because sometimes so many men. We talk about masculinity and femininity. We both have both of. We them. definitely do. We do, but it's just like having a healthy balance between the two is like the most important thing. But some men, they want to be the princess. They want to. I don't want to say princess. They want to be center of attention. They want you to bow down. They want you to apologize. And the most important thing is, like, I'm not going to bow down to you unless, like, I know that you're leading because I feel like women deserve, black women in particular, we deserve to be in an environment where we are comfortable. I don't want to feel safe. And feel safe. And if, I'm, if I feel comfortable and I feel safe, I want to be able to, I don't want to say submit to you, but I want to be able to like be more rela- vulnerable, vulnerable in your presence. And I hate this whole narrative of like, you know, like, cause you know, my partner's white or whatever. So some people are like, oh, pasta and lobster, like they gonna treat you right. Men are men are men. I've met white men that are trash. I've met men, black men that are great. I've met I've met black men that are tra- vice versa. Are men. men are men. It has nothing blank, to do with race. Blank. Nothing to do with men race. Are men. Nothing to do with race. They will act accordingly. Period. And I just moving forward, I'm like in in dating for me, I'm just like may the best man win because I'm I'm not for the game. I'm settling. really not for it. I'm definitely not settling. So Period. I already know what I want, and that comes first over any. Facts. Any man, family, I don't care who you are, that will always come first. Because I definitely feel it, again, I know a, a lot of that was on me for staying in that relationship. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I will be damned if somebody takes another chunk of my life yep. willingly and I just let it happen. Like, I refuse. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard because 
I have, I used to have this weird complex, like I'm getting older, right? And I feel I should be at a certain point and I'm not exactly there yet. So it can be hard, especially in the space that we're in, in this influencing world and seeing somebody else, it's just like, man, they got it all together. But at the end of the day, one, you don't know that if they have it all together, this is and just most people presenting. aren't happy. Mo you're not, most people, a lot of people aren't happy. Yeah. Whatever they're doing to get what they're, whatever's happening, I don't know. And I had to realize I can't focus on that. All I can do is do me. But again, that also comes from things not coming to fruition the way I would like it to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me going after something and getting so close and then it not happening. Yeah. And that's when it happened with my ex-fiance. I was just like, this is it. And I remember, because I was telling you earlier before we started this, I called my dad after couple weeks after being no he called me to check on me mm -hmm. he was like you know how are you what what father should do and I just remember saying I think it's over and he was like what do you mean and I was just like I don't think I'm gonna be with somebody I said I think literally my chance is gone and I kept telling him that I messed it up no I always cry when I talk about that story but my dad helped me so much in the healing. Yeah. And that's why I try to tell people, like, it doesn't matter. Like, whatever you want, you can have. Yeah. Like, stop telling yourself that you're not worth it or anything like that. Because I did not feel loved at all after that happened. Oh, you're going to, like, literally <laughs> make me cry. I'm not even kidding. Like... I legit, I was so broken after that. And I don't think a lot of people. They don't understand. That's why. They don't understand. They don't understand. You know, and so many people have come at me like, oh, that's weird. What happened? What do you mean it's weird? You don't know what I went through. You don't know literally the terrible thoughts I had. And people like my family more so because they knew what happened. Like the, the legit concern they had for me and my safety and my mental safety, you know? Yeah. So my dad was such a huge part of, like, only positive, Artrice. Like, don't, like, you're a beautiful girl. You will have children one day. Yeah. Because, mind you, when I got with my fiance, ex-fiance, I was 30. We discussed having children. And I remember saying, when we get married, let's give it, like, two years yeah. And then we can talk about having kids because I really want to be selfish in the beginning. Yeah. Because I really don't want to have children. In you want to enjoy being married. You want to enjoy spending time with your I husband. I don't want to have children in my late 30s personally. Yeah. And now that I'm in my late 30s, I get upset sometimes. Cause I'm like. It's not too late, though. I know that. Like, I know it's yeah. still possible. I haven't taken that off the table. Yeah. It's like. You knew what you were doing, you know, like you knew and you, like I wasn't necessarily like I want kids, but I with him, I was like, I, I, I'd, I'd want children with you. And then now that I'm older, I don't think my chance is gone, but it's more so it was not the ideal situation for me that I wanted. Yeah. And I still have resentment towards that and it still hurts. Yeah. But with this healing, I'm very, I am all about just positivity because don't tell yourself that you're not worthy because you are. Yes. You know what I mean? And 
it's this situation, I still have flashbacks and it still hurts. Yeah. Because if, even if I, I, there was somebody that I had met that uh, kind of, he didn't remind me of him, but I was just like, I, you're not going to make me feel like I'm not worthy. Yes. Like, yes. If you, if you just want this to be a casual thing, yeah. just say that. Don't make it seem like you're actually into me. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what hurts. So, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I don't even know what to say. Like, no, no I think, like, when you, like, you are worthy, like, that's so important. And although, like, I've never, like, experienced anything exactly like this, I do have a, a somewhat of a similar experience, just, like, more so, like, with family, mm-hmm. where I understand, like, the the heaviness of what it feels like for someone to encourage you in mm-hmm. a way that no one has ever encouraged right. you. Right. And for them to turn around and completely deceive you mm-hmm. and leave you mm-hmm. and ignore you mm-hmm. and reject you. I know hard. what it feels like to feel rejected. And even you just saying you're worthy, it's so important. Like, I find myself oftentimes, like, even with where I'm at in life, I have to remind myself that. Because like, life is supposed to be good. It's not, yes. it's not supposed to be hard. Yes. The more you tell yourself things are hard, it's going to be hard. Yes. You know? And I just, with every single day, with, you know, where I'm at, again, I think, okay, if I, w- if I were to stay with him, where I, would I be where I'm at right now? No. Would I be, you know... You probably influencing thing. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. I didn't know exactly what it was called, but I just knew I wanted to do something. I was like, I know I have so much more to me. And although the situation hurt, it was a great learning experience yes. because I am where I'm at now because of it. Facts. And I think like you just touching like on like the age aspect is so important because so many women feel this pressure. And that it is, is honestly so scary to talk about. It's so scary to say I've gotten to this age. And, like, someone that I'll always think about is, like, I don't know her personally, but I always think about Kenya Moore. I don't give a fuck what nobody says about Kenya Moore. Like, I love Kenya Moore because the fact that this woman was able to have a child at 50. That is crazy. That is insane. She did not get married until she was, like, 47. And she had a complicated marriage. A that's complicated marriage. She had a complicated marriage. Pregnancy, that's what I meant. A complicated, complicated pregnancy. Complicated pregnancy. And marriage. And marriage. And marriage. And I think the, mo- the most influential thing that I feel like you could even do, like, at this point in your life is, like, this. Like, this is, like, yeah. what you're saying right now is so powerful. Yeah. And people, like... That's why you can't pay attention to what the negative yes. people have to say. Because the way I really feel it was dragged out when I shared my story yes. of, you know, even somebody recently did a YouTube on me about... Not a YouTube. Me, yeah, me, like, hiding his face. Like, oh, she hit his face because she doesn't want to out him. And I'm just like, one, once I show that man's face... It makes it about him. Was it a black person that made this YouTube? Yeah. He's coffee. So he does something about like it's. It's so sad because sometimes like it's our community that doesn't. But show I don't the even compassion. think it was bad. I don't think I think he he did a it was a good YouTube like yeah. his, his whatever his video. I would didn't take offense to it. But every time I hear somebody say, oh, she wants to protect him and that's why she's hiding his face. No, it's, it's not protecting him. It's not about him. protecting him. I, one, I'm, if anything, I'm protecting my sanity. Two, 
once I share that, it makes it about him and not the healing that I've been through. Everybody, what, what I've realized about the internet is whatever you put out there, I don't care if you put on your applying lipstick, you literally make yourself a sacrificial lamb. No, there because there's no rules, there's no there's laws, no rules, there's nothing, and anybody can comment. It's like being and a gladiator, whatever. yes, literally can... putting them out there, and then all these lines come out yes. just to feast. I'm like, yes. are you that bored? You know what I mean? But again, when you're trying to reach new heights, this is what comes with it. Yep. And bring it on. Like, listen, I'm not trying to listen. I could care less about the man. I don't have any desire to you know, protect him. I'm protecting my peace. Yeah. I don't care about anything else. And they're like, you know, they just like, they really broke down the whole video of, you know, she's hiding his face, but he's wearing this really nice watch. So clearly he has money, you know, and then everybody in the comments, oh, she was just with him for the money. I see why he left her. It's just like, how make it make sense. That's what I'm saying. But that goes back. That goes back. There's so many like like embedded like microaggressions that people don't even realize even, like, subconsciously it bothers it me. It makes it it makes no sense. But I'm just like, you know what? This is what I want. And y'all aren't y'all aren't gonna they, go y'all aren't gonna go underneath like I hate to say y'all won't go underneath Alex Earls and say oh, any of that because what? it's different. But they when it's a black woman that's being taken care of or have nice things, then it's, it's a an problem. Issue. I literally just had to shut down doing an interview with um, this magazine recently because really yes, one of the questions was are black women tied to their luxury items, and I just thought to myself, I was all like. Y'all have an issue when black women are not serving y'all. And on top of that, I'm never going to sit up here and look at a white. The thing is, people don't subconsciously look at a white woman and they're just not like, oh, my God, her Goyard bag. But if a black woman wears it, you ask all these questions. I had to turn down the interview. It's like with a magazine I wanted to work with forever. And I had to tell the girl, I was like, you probably shouldn't put this out. Because you're going to receive a lot of hate. Because now we don't even solely get to exist. Now that we're debunking stereotypes and what we're programmed to be. And these are self-sufficient women, that black women that work hard for themselves. I was like, now you're creating a stereotype. Like we can't even exist. Isn't that crazy? There was this guy... Are that, black women tied to their luxury? That is sad. The fact that that question was even asked. Because and so it's her, a black magazine. That is even worse. What? <laughs> Who is on the team? She was like, I was like, you need to change that title. That is, that is, so you saying that made, made me, I don't know if this correlates, but there was this guy that I knew before my ex-fiance. And I remember, mind you, after my ex-fiance, I was not struggling at all. Yes. Like with him, with my ex-fiance, I still worked and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, Cause he was like, you can, you can stop working. But in my mind, I was like, Good. I'm not, not going to stop. Proud of you. I was like, I'm not going to stop working until. I am officially a wife. This man's yes, wife. yes. Because I've just I've always worked my whole life. Yes, but I remember afterwards because my ex fiance actually got me this, and half the stuff that that man gave me, people are like, "You need to sell it." I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> let's not let's not go crazy here." Is that Cartier? <laughs> this is Cartier. No, no, no. That only goes up in value. <laughs> We're keeping like, it. I was like, first of all, if I need to sell it on a rainy day when a couple <laughs> years from now when it's fifty grand or seventy grand, then I yes. Am not people are like you need to get rid of everything he gave no. you. No. So let's not go crazy. First of all, I paid my dues and I think I deserve. And it's good for the environment. But that's the thing. He, I, this guy, literally was like, "You need to sell those Gucci bags he got you. You need to sell that Cartier bracelet." And I said, "Why? Why should I sell it?" He's like, "Do you really need it? Because y'all want black women to go back to why? What is wrong?" He was like, you guys stand in these lines for these Louis bags. I said, if anything, you just sound upset 
for no reason that black women treat themselves to these nice things. Which we, has been which has been a part of our ancestry. What is Louis Vuitton print is the is an exact print of a tribe in Africa. Always. Like African kings and queens, we've been wearing the jewelries. We've really been about the shit. All of the designer brands come from street wear that you're seeing black people they in do, Harlem they, wear. They, I mean, what brand was very offensive? There's been some brands that have been offensive, and I get it. But the he was pushing for it so hard. Like, like he looked at me. He was just like, if I saw you on the street, I wouldn't even approach you. Well, clearly, what? stay in your tax bracket, because if you can't Fact. afford me... Fact. Guess just because you see me with nice things, who cares? I like nice things. And if you don't feel you can provide me these things, then yes, I would prefer you keep walking. Also, why is it any of your business? That's the main thing. Why is Because it? you're insecure and you're wondering how I cop these things, which is, I, you can wonder all day, baby. But if anything, I'm taking care of mine. And if you can't even mm -hmm. give me something nice, which I'm not even requiring mm -hmm. from you, but that's what you want to think. And that's where it fucks you up. But no one's <laughs> ever going to question when we see a white woman being provided for by her significant other. Oh my god, other. no, they're going to, they're, if anything, they're happy for her and they're like, oh my Goals. god, she has a great life. Goals. She just takes care of herself. Sophia Richie's one of my favorite because they forget that she's black. And she definitely is. That's what I love about it. Y'all forget that she's one of us. How you get your hair just, let me just stop. Let me stop. It, that's a, let me, that's let me not go on it. That's a whole that's other a thing. Whole that's other a whole other conversation. Because but do you have any final words or final thoughts? Or? Oh, my God. This was amazing. I'm and so I happy really, you came on. I'm happy to be here. And I really hope, you know, I hope this helped somebody. I know this was like a natural flowing conversation. But I really hope it can help anybody going through something heartbreak, traumatizing. Because at the end of the day, it really is just about you. And all of these questions like, how do I focus on myself? How do I do this? You just do it. There's really no method to the madness. You just do it. You focus on you. Write out what you want to do. Yes. And just go after it and be that girl. And that's honestly, that's really how it works. And I really hope, Thanks. I really genuinely hope this can help somebody going. It will. And don't let your age define you. Don't let your age define Because I have moments where I'm just like, am I, go like, well, you look my age. So I you appreciate you. People, people be asking, "Are you like 23? No, no, you look young. You're this, good, girl. This guy, literally, he was like, "What you like, 25?" I don't even think 36. I feel like now when we get when we get when we get around like 48, you start feeling talk, it. But 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 at this no, age, look, I know I'm not old. I by you, no means not, yes. I'm old. I don't think that at all. But because of the space I'm in, a lot of these young bucks are out here. I'm just like, how are they doing it? But a lot yeah. of them are another race, which is fine. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm just like, all I can do is stay authentically me. And that's, that's and a lot of how, times that, how that's that are, you people win. People like my age are getting married right now. A lot, of, time, a lot of time is, is family involved. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of different religions. Yeah. And that's why like Mormonism. That is why that you cannot stuff. worry about anybody else but yourself. Facts. That is the main thing. Very true. Because... If I were to sit here and still feel some type of way of being, you know, a left bride, then I would be looking at you like, how did she, you know, how is she making it work? And it's just like, that's none of my business. Like, your relationship, from what I see, it's a beautiful thing. I still believe in love. I root yeah. for everybody. Anybody that's been engaged for however long, and they're just like, oh, we're ready for, we're going to wait for the right moment. I applaud you. Because yeah. everybody is still growing and figuring stuff out. This world is not easy by any means and life will life at any it's an appendix i feel 
It will burst on you at any given time. It doesn't care where you are. So my whole thing is just focus on you because genuinely nothing else matters. And like you said, don't let your age define you because that shit will have you. (laughs) No facts. That stuff will have you just going down a fucking (laughs) rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. uh, Very unnecessary. And yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for coming on to all the people podcast. I absolutely loved having you. Like I even I learned so much. Like I'm not even kidding. (laughs) No, I have. Like I really have. I'm happy. You are worthy. Like I like that statement. Like you are. Yeah. Like so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.